folks. Welcome to Socially Plagued Podcast Between Two Friends. Welcome to the mini zone. I am your co-host, May. And I'm Mary Kate. Woo! So Woo. excited. Movie mini sode. Movie mini sode. We're doing something different today. So you all probably weren't expecting to hear from us just a week after the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. Yes. So for the month of February, we will be doing um, like a mini LGBTQ film fest. Might actually do this some other time too, but that February, the month of Lerb was a good time to do that. And we, we so, thought it would be it would be fun to highlight some LGBT movies that we both really liked. So we'll we'll do two of these this month. We'll probably sprinkle them in other times. Yeah. But for today, I wanted to show May a movie that means so much to me, not just because it was pretty pivotal in my journey to understanding my sexuality, but also it's just so freaking wholesome. We're talking about Love, Simon today. Yes, we are. And I had never seen it. Completely unacceptable. Completely unacceptable. So we just watched it. So maybe like 20 minutes ago it finished. And now yeah. that we're done crying, um, <laughs> <laughs> because we're both sort of, you know, we get in our feelings. We love love here. At least I do. Um, I do too. Okay, she does too. If, you, if you're unfamiliar, Love, Simon came out in 2018. It was directed by Greg Berlanti, and it's based on the novel Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda by Becky Albertalli. It stars Nick Robinson, Jennifer Garner, and Joshua Mel. First of all, star-studded cast, I must say. Yeah. And I would absolutely recommend you read the book. I'm I'm still even at this point in my life, I'm a big fan of YA fiction. Same, absolutely. There yeah. you can pry YA out of my cold dead hands. Like Yes. <laughs> If a book is good, you should read it. I don't care who it's like marketed towards. If you like something, just go ahead and read it. Completely agree. And I think this movie actually stayed fairly true to like the first three quarters of the book. The movie actually stops in the story before like where the book takes it. But I think it does a good job at like covering the majority of the story. Uh, And if again, for anybody listening, if you're not familiar with the plot, basically it's about this high school senior who is closeted and he gets blackmailed by a classmate to ensue chaos amongst his friend group in order to keep his secret. And he has a a pen pal that he doesn't know. And there's just, okay, I'm not good at talking about plots because I'm just so excited to get into this discussion because I think we both have a lot of feelings and um, we were trying to save them until we actually could sit down to record. So Um, if you have not seen the movie and do not want to be spoiled, Go watch it and then come back. Yeah, go watch. Here, we'll give you a pause. Okay, welcome back. So now that you've seen it, we've all seen it. um, Let me tell you about my feelings. I thought this was absolutely adorable. I thought it was really cute. I thought the acting was sweet. I thought, I love the parents. I love Jennifer Garner. I definitely had a moment where I saw my mom in this movie. Just the Christmas scene where she's like, I have the receipt if you don't like it. It was very my mom, um, the coming out with the bad dad jokes and just like the general comfortableness. The friend group was cute. I liked the fact that he gets a used Subaru as his first car. That felt very realistic to me in what looks like a Northern Virginia neighborhood. (laughs) The sister that like loves Top Chef. I thought it was the whole thing was very cute. I'm obsessed with the drama teacher, Miss Albright, the gift that keeps on giving. 
I cried only like twice. You know what? Actually, it was like just one big cry, I think, because it just started and then just kind of didn't really stop a little bit. Um, but they were happy tears. I'm also an emotional person. So that's not completely unexpected. Also, with a runtime of almost two hours, I would say that only two like bigger cries is pretty good. Yeah, there's like there's some really sweet moments. And then there's so like he gets blackmailed and the blackmail gets out because the blackmailer, the bad shitty kid gets pissed at him. So he eventually, so Simon does come out to his family and that scene. And then like when him and his dad, like talk later really got me and the friends. Yeah. And then just the end where it was just very sweet and you find out who blue is, um, which was very touching to me. I just just love love. I think it's really cute. I can see why a lot of, I would say, young queers maybe felt really attached to this. Like, oh, I can, I can do this. I also just love the platonic love between friends, just because I think you need to show more friends saying I love you to each other. I think that's not something you should ever discount. Overall, I thought it was just a very cute, very fun movie that I think every kid should see regardless of sexuality each kid had like their own shit a lot of them had crap and it was like hey simon you're not special <laughs> okay we get it you're gay but like not everyone's coming out is this easy i mean because there's um ethan who's ethan, um, the other gay character the other gay character who's black and who's you know harassed throughout the movie i could see how that could be upsetting for certain people that, that are watching it or triggering but you know ethan He's very strong. He gets through it. He has a good friend group. And at the end, everyone's very supportive of Simon and everyone else. So it's just, it's such a sweet movie. I can't say that enough. It's sweet and it was cute. And it gave me happy tears that I expected because Mary Kate was like, yeah, just, you're going to get a little weepy and just be okay with that. It's like, yeah. yes. Yeah. She cried too. And she's seen this movie multiple times. Yeah. It gets me every single time, truly. I, I love it. But yes, overall, thumbs up. I always see so many LGBT or queer films that are just so sad. Yeah. They're so upsetting or go so poorly or everyone dies. And if you just need one that's a little bit happier, I think this is a really good way to go. Where it's like, so even if you had a shitty coming out experience and maybe high school will like just sucked something fierce for you. There's something almost kind of nice about seeing a positive situation and like having a teeny bit of hope for like the next generation. It makes me want to run to high schools and like grab all of them by their squishy acne covered faces and be like, it's gonna be okay. That may just be me wanting to mother everyone. (laughs) Yes, but that's okay. But this movie kind of does make me feel good for, you know, the next, the next generation. So um, gave me good feelings for sure. I love this movie so, so much for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. Before I get into why I love it, I do want to share some trivia with you. Yes, share some trivia with me because I don't I don't know much about the movie other than you like it and that it exists. This one piece of trivia that I found shocked me Mm -hmm. until it didn't. So (laughs) I did not know this. This was apparently the first major film produced by a well-known Hollywood studio that featured a gay teenage protagonist. Oh, okay. It took until 2018. That's. Yeah. Okay. It's not surprising. That's what, that's why I said like it was surprising until it wasn't. 
All right. We can do better. All right. Yeah. Moving. Okay. We can go better. You know, you got to start somewhere, I guess. Thank you, 20th Century Fox, for making an attempt. Appreciate it. Yeah. You get, like, a teeny tiny, like, good job, I guess. Congrats. Um, You've done the bare minimum. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, there's there's a pretty key scene that's usually one of the tearjerkers that May referenced, in which Jennifer Garner, who plays Simon's mom, has... A little, a little sit down conversation with Simon and says the phrase, you can exhale now. And this, this scene happens after Simon has come out and it's, it's a really touching scene. It's very moving. We agreed that it was a very good example of a healthy parent child relationship. Yeah. This was definitely one of those where I'm like, this is an ex- like the perfect response to like, mom, did you know, or mom, what are you thinking about this? And she just, it was like, whoever wrote that, I'm like, I want to go find the author and be like, did this actually happen to you? Like, is this, this, it was perfect. And Jennifer Gardner did it wonderfully. She did. And actually she was the one who asked for this scene to be added. So yeah, in the original script, there was just a scene with Simon and his dad, who was played by Josh Duhamel. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was also a very good scene. It was still very, very very touching. It was still very wholesome. But Jennifer Garner said that she specifically wanted to have a scene where she could connect with Simon as his mom. And her character is also a therapist. So, Mm -hmm. like, you can tell that that also plays into how she responds to him and like she's very comforting. So, thank you, Jennifer Garner. It was a great addition. Thank you, Jennifer Garner. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Like that definitely made me cry in like all the yes. right ways. And just the way she talks about observing someone that you care about suppress such a big part of themselves. She talks about how Simon was a really happy, carefree kid. And then once he got into his teen years, it was like he was holding his breath. I think the concept of when you're in a space where you're trying to figure yourself out, which is typically where we're at when we're teenagers, right? The, the, the holding your breath feeling, I think a lot of us can identify with that, particularly those of us who have been in a similar situation as Simon, where we're trying to figure out our sexuality. I think that I, I feel like that phrasing is very relatable. Yeah, extremely relatable. Like, yeah. we've all had situations where we're like that, especially for people who wanted to come out because it's like a... <gasps> okay, I'm going in, like, you can finally breathe. Right. Yeah. So beautiful. So beautiful. But wait, there's more. There's more, folks. Yes. So Keenan Lonsdale is the actor who plays Bram, who ends up being Simon's boyfriend by the end of the movie. Bram is very closeted. He is one of the most well-rounded minority representation. Yeah, they kind of took everything and put it into one character. And they called it out too. Um they did. <laughs> he he acknowledges that he is black, Jewish, and gay. Yeah, he's <laughs> all three. The trifecta, baby. What's cool about Keenan Lonsdale, this was his like first big role. He had been in like small TV roles before, but being in this movie inspired him to come out himself like really yeah oh yeah that's beautiful so he identifies as queer and he doesn't really subscribe to any of the sexuality labels that we have so he just 
That's fine. You don't he just have to. he just identifies as queer, and yeah. he is our queer king. We love Keenan Lonsdale in this house. We stand him for life. We do, and also, um, definitely Google image search him. He his style is unmatched. I just, <laughs> oh, I think I've seen red carpet images of him where he's wearing like yes. fine suits, like yes, nice style icon. <laughs> so yeah, and and like his. He's Nigerian Australian, which is super cool. That's cool. Is yeah. he also Jewish? Like I would really I would love it if he was also Jewish in real life. But you know, I'm not sh- I'm not sure if he's Jewish in real life. He's just very multi-talented. He's an actor, but he's also a professional dancer. Really? Okay. And yeah. he's a singer. Like he does everything. Shut up. He does everything. <laughs> uh, all right. So when he takes over the world, I'm fine with it. Fine with it. Yeah. Yep. I'll allow it. But yeah, so that that was really cool that this movie like helped him come to terms with who he is as a person. And then Nick Robinson, who played Simon, his younger brother came out while really Nick was filming the movie. Yeah. So That's really sweet. It inspired a lot of people to just, I don't know, just be comfortable with who they are. And I think that's so wholesome. That's so wholesome. Is um Nick Robinson gay? He is not. Okay. I mean, I do prefer like LGBT actors to play LGBT roles. However, you never want to assume someone isn't either. Yeah, no. And I, I agree. And actually this is, this is a fun episode. So I didn't do like a ton of research before we talked about this, but I do recall seeing um, when he did his press tour for the movie, he did an interview. I can't remember who it was with, but he was on some talk show and he did an interview where he talked about, like, I acknowledge the fact, like it's a privilege that I get to play this role. I know that I will never fully understand Simon's struggle. I feel lucky to be able to represent it. Like, he seemed very aware. Okay. Um, I mean, that's good. Yeah. It would have made this movie even better had he been a member of the LGBTQ community. Right. But, you know, we're we're making a little bit of progress. I guess, you know, we yes. take the small wins. So. We're, you know what? We Sometimes we just need to take the win. Take that yeah. W and move on. Although I was sad that there were no queer women in the movie. Not the actors, but the characters. Like I was really hoping Leah was going to be like, oh, I'm a huge lesbian. And I was going to just like do a victory dance. But instead we got heteronormativity from her, which is fine. I'll accept it. I just, you know, I want my, I want, I want gayer ladies. That's something that we actually, we don't get to see in this movie, but I did confirm in the book series. Mm -hmm. So Becky Albertalli, who is a queer woman, wrote Leah on the Offbeat, which is about Simon's friend, Leah. Mm -hmm. And so there are moments in the movie, and May picked up on this really quickly. I actually didn't the first time I watched it, but she picked up on the fact that Leah definitely seems to act like she's interested in Abby, the other girl in their friend group. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, Abby's also beautiful and like out there and fun. So like, who wouldn't be? Yes. Well, this whole idea of Leah coming to terms with her sexuality and who she is as a person is apparently very much explored in the book about her. Fantastic. Yes. Um, I don't want to read it. Make it a movie. <laughs> yeah. There's, there has not been anything said about a film adaptation for it, but I will be the first to know. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> and if we find out, you'll find out. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, yeah that, that's just some of the trivia that I found that, that I thought was, was interesting. I really, 
gosh, where do I even start with the things I love about this movie? There's a lot of things, but I'll just talk about some key things that stood out to me. So for context, when I saw this movie, I was not yet out. I hadn't even really come out to myself. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. One of the scenes that really resonated with me was when Simon meets up with his friends after the winter break. He hadn't talked to them because he'd been outed over the internet and they were very mad at him. They said that he did a lot of shitty stuff, that he wasn't a good friend. And they basically like, (laughs) as a group, just like ditched him as, as friends. I have a couple thoughts about this. I do think that this scene was probably fairly accurate in the sense that people who don't understand what it's like to be so scared of being outed are not going to really get that like when you reach a point of desperation you'll pretty much do anything like yeah from my my empathetic side is like that I actually was really pissed the first time I watched this that they got that mad at him and like just decided to not be his friends anymore I felt very defensive (laughs) I was very understanding because I was like if someone had manipulated me that much and didn't I would be hurt that they didn't trust me enough to tell me what was happening. I would be like so hurt and scared and angry for them that they didn't trust me enough to tell me what was happening and let me help them. I think that would have bothered me the most. Yeah. I felt like I could relate to Simon a lot because especially in high school, and that's not to say that I don't still feel this way, but my friends were everything and what they thought of me was everything to me Mm -hmm. and seeing just the aftermath of this conversation he had with them when he was feeling completely alone and very isolated. I remember watching that thinking like, oh my gosh, if this were me, like, am I, like, am I going to lose all my friends? So that was one that kind of struck a chord as far as my own personal fear. The other one that really got me was Simon's coming out scene. So it's Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. and he's sitting around with his family and he says i have something to tell you i'm gay and then he immediately says i'm still me yeah which is exactly what i told my parents when i came out to them wait really yes Aww. um i said but don't worry i'm still me and so seeing and the thing is i had actually seen um love simon before coming out right so like I don't think this was a subconscious, like, I'm quoting a movie thing. Like, yeah. when I watched it again after I had come out, I was like, holy shit. Like, that was my first thought. Yeah. I have to reassure these people that this changes nothing. Because the, one of the biggest themes throughout the movie is Simon wanting it so badly for everything to stay the same. He doesn't want coming out to change the way his life is. Because... And I think this is another thing that the movie gets right. He's not a complete like social outcast loser person. He's not the most popular guy in school. He's just a guy. Mm-hmm. And he has a really good life and he doesn't want anything to change. And like, that is exactly the point that I was at. I just didn't, I, I was happy or content at least with how my life was going and I didn't want anything to change. So I think while there are definitely aspects of the movie that I think could have been better, I think in terms of coming out stories for young people. I felt like there were a lot of things this movie got right. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not come out in high school, so I can't speak to what that experience is like, but there were aspects that I found very relatable 
And I just, I felt, I felt like it was overall very well done. I think having it based on a novel by a queer author directed by a queer man. uh, I I think think that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So we have the right people at the table to put together a really, I think, mostly accurate story. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're obviously going to add some stuff for dramatic effect to be silly. There's a lot of like secondhand embarrassment stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge fan of that, but you know, it happens. And they're also trying to add that sort of tropey high schoolness to it because it's still entertainment. Like you still want to make it a little silly, you know, but I would say the main message and the core of the movie, it feels very, feels very good. Mm -hmm. I would say it's very family friendly. I would say also his little sister is probably one of my favorite characters. Yes. She just cares about him so much. And her obsession with Top Chef just feels very real to me. (laughs) Another one of the most relatable characters was not even one of the queer ones. (laughs) No, like she was just so, I don't know. I, I liked her. I liked Nora. That was her name. Nora. Yeah. Nora. So Nora's, Nora's my favorite. If anybody wants to watch a fun, wholesome Mm-hmm. film for valentine's day love simon is available on hulu would definitely recommend watching yeah. it and if you haven't watched it for a while just go ahead and watch again like here's your opportunity yeah also or read the books if you're more of a book person read it you can so, get that anywhere really i think i bought my copy at an urban outfitters so why not but why yeah not? Sure. so that's <laughs> that was our our quick little our quick little mini so our little mini so love simon love simon we're gonna have a regular socially plagued next week and then we're gonna do another little lgbt movie mini so where i am going to show mary kate one of my favorites but i'm a cheerleader i'm so excited yeah she's never seen that and i want to make her cry now too yes so Looking forward to crying. Uh, Definitely tune in next week. We have our first guest on next week. So exciting. So exciting. Very, very excited for you all to meet her. So yeah, thank you so much for listening to this mini-sode. We will catch you next week. Cheers, friends. Cheers, friends.